Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Oh, that was Andy. Well, you know. It's been a good weekend to this point. Wake them up. Wake them up. Um, wake these people up. It's Monday. It's been a good weekend to this point. Monday is there's some big decisions on the on the plate here for me. I need the Rams to get a, a dub uh, or I'll be out some scratch, but that's okay. Uh, I would like a Rams cover too, personally, but uh, that's obviously a much smaller position. Um, here we are on Monday. And this is usually the time and space where we recap what happened in the week and look ahead to the early, our early get some early thoughts on the lines. Uh, last week, basically, we should have just fired away in our pod because uh, all the numbers moved. Uh, I don't think anything consequential happened, but you never know. And this I, we adopted these cats, and they it, it's just it's been outrageous today. Outrageous. Outrageous. This one just loves being on camera. I'm going to get on Amazon here. I'm going to get you one of them spray bottles. <laughs> They're sweethearts. They just love the camera. And the, just the, spray the, them. the dude loves the microphone. He loves rubbing his face all up against that's, it. You know, um, that's the, no excuse uh, for bad behavior from cats. <laughs> um the uh yeah but in general you know we sit here we recap what happened we look ahead the lines uh we pick some winners uh or we try to uh and you know we we reflect a little bit um we and we did some of that at halftime yesterday just because we had time that that, that game that game didn't there wasn't a lot to talk about in that game so we got into some of the opening lines so maybe that's what we do if you want to do recap maybe we start with last night work backwards just for funs Oh, that's that's a fun way to do it. But yeah, we, fresh in my mind. we've talked a lot about a lot of the games, all, you know, a lot of places, but we haven't put it in. We haven't put it into podcast form. We haven't, you know, and, and today you've had this through the sober daylight of a Monday. Uh, we've you have a little bit of time to reflect on what we saw and maybe take yeah. some lessons to look towards the uh, the next round of the playoffs. So I didn't I didn't even drink that much yesterday. I took it pretty easy today. Just San Pell taking it pretty easy for now, but yeah, the uh, we did get to tell if if we do want to start and work backwards, we did get to talk a little bit about the first half. Yeah, and I mean the second half went it went about how we expected it, I guess. That, as well as we could have yeah, hoped. About about as, about as well as you could hope if you bet over twenty one, over twenty one and a half with us. That was quickly not in doubt. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anybody was even worried if they had a 21 and a half because he had a whole quarter left to get that half point, take care of the hook. I didn't pay attention really to a lot of it. I guess my biggest surprise about the second half was that they used trick plays. Like, why are you, why are you shaking some of that? The the big man touchdown. Like, why, why are you shaking some of that stuff out of the playbook? In a in a game that's well in hand, when you might want to hold on to some trickeration for, but it, it and then I thought I Andy, it, it is it part. is Andy Reid, and I feel like his bag of tricks is akin to the Mary Poppins bag. Like you, you could <laughs> you you could pull flea flickers and Statue of Liberties yeah. out of there until the cows come home. So I'm less worried right. about that. I, I, I really I'm half, just, eat, half eaten Subway sandwich in here. I was just that? trying, yeah, um, the hero. So I'm I was just trying to nitpick a little. Otherwise, I mean, the Chiefs looked really good once the offense picked up, and the, I think the biggest part was that it was not just 
oh shit, Kelsey had 140 yards and Tyreek had like two long bombs. Like they're using everybody. Jarek McKinnon got everybody's chipping in. Yeah. Everybody's chipping in. It's scary if you're uh, sitting on something that's anti-Chiefs at this point. Yeah. I wanted your opinion because you are heavy, heavy Bills now. And okay, so yeah, let's. Are you worried about the the balance? I don't. I don't mean balance in the way of running and passing. I mean balance as in they're using a lot of different weapons, and it looked really good. And then taking three steps back, pulling the rope in, realizing they played the seven seed at the same time. <laughs> it was yeah, still a bad right. team. Not bad, but it was a middle of the pack team they played. Um, okay, so let's let's start. You covered a lot there. I want to go back to the bag of tricks first. Okay, start there. There is equal value in having dis- misdirection in your arsenal and also taking the ball out of the most important player in your hands when you're in a high leverage situation. And Andy Reid tends to do a little bit of both. Yeah. And it annoys me. Like there's been definitely no, the been games. The fumble. Fum, God, that I can't believe there was an example in that game. Yeah. But yes, like there's really no reason that you would do that there. Then you didn't need a real a spark really to get your offense going. There's plenty of time left in the game. Like they found their footing anyway. Once they knew their they needed to answer. Um, but he does that where they'll trot out something. And they're making, a, you know, a wide receiver or tight end in this case is making a pass. And it's like, I don't know that you gained what you thought you gained there relative to what you lost by having the ball out of Pat Mahomes' hands. And ultimately, like, if you want to unload all the trick shit in a 2-7 matchup where you're going to win by a margin regardless, fine. Like, practice all that shit. Do you want to put it all on film? Keep people guessing? Unloaded I mean, thing. there yeah. there is Low the stick. other hand of sticks. like yeah. there is the the possibility, and I put this at a low probability for all the plays. There may be a play or two where you have that formation, and there's a couple different things you do with it. You put it on film, and they see it like, "Oh, this is a trick play," and you do something completely different, Monty Python style. It, but it, it it harkens to the same argument that people have about fake punts. Like, yeah, there's there's that little bit of oh, shit, we weren't ready for that. But at the same time, if you're going to do a fake punt on, like, a short, fourth and short, you just put your offense out there. Yeah. No, exactly. it, it, like, what is, what is that trade-off for? We had to have a punter throw it instead of our all-pro quarterback. Like, maybe maybe if it's a, a really unique situation and, you know, you I like fake punts on, like, fourth and ten. No, you know, where, where you need, where, you know, it's like, this is not, not going to convert it if you go for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's a low, the probabilities, you know, if it's fourth and one, the sneak and the fake punt, <laughs> but if it's fourth and 10, you know, just a normal play yeah. and the punter throwing, like, that's where the, that's where that extra little bit of surprise and misdirection mm-hmm. from the fake punt make up for it. But I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of in the same thing there. It's like, why, why do you take the ball out of the, the good players' hands who know how to mesh a handoff with the running back. Yeah, exactly. And who can take a snap? <laughs> yeah, all that yeah. shit. Um, okay, so then the next question then is, okay, does – what is the Chiefs' offense ultimately? Like, again, like in a neutral game state going up against an equal strength foe, which is what they draw this week, is the offense what you saw for many, much of that game against the Steelers – um, 
and or was that just a uh, you know kind of because it they've kind of gone as far as the turnovers have gone so far this year yeah they haven't gotten a ton going on the ground ceh was a was a wreck uh mckinnon surprisingly had some pop which again and always there's always a couple of these random running backs who barely take a snap in the regular season that have like these big uh big playoff games and who knows if he sustains it or not but I don't know that I know really what the Chiefs offense is and if it's as good as we would think from looking at the numbers um, because it's changed a lot over the balance of the season. And realistically, we talked about it on the stream last night, like Mahomes' scramble is a devastating play. It's devastating. It's third and medium, third and long even. Um, they clear out the game was devastating. <laughs> that, was, that was a season ender. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... You know the 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 this Mahomes scrambles are an absolute disaster to deal with, especially if you're a structured defense. Um, I did not see, uh, I did not have any concerns or worries about Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense up against the Steelers' defense before the game because you figure, yeah, they got a couple game breakers, but they don't run the too high shit. They are, they're aggressive. They they will you know Mahomes will make them pay for that. And it felt like all of those checked all of those boxes during the game as you watch it. And so it was more like that was more like a matchup, you know, between the Raiders and the Chiefs than it was the Chiefs and somebody who's running the too high safety look. And so I'm prepared for the Chiefs offense not to look as good really, <clears throat> if they're going up I... against the defense that has the safeties to be able to make Mahomes operate within structure. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to call that a hot take because I too agree that they will not score 42 points and have plenty of time to fiddle fuck around at the end. Yeah. Like this was, this was the high end of the offense. This was the offense against the Raiders. This was the yeah, offense right. against, Oh God, they had one other game towards the end of the season where uh, honestly really playing against the two games the against the Raiders and the two games against the Steelers. I was going to say they the got Steelers, whatever they wanted. The Steelers, yeah. they put up quite a bit. The first half against the Bengals, we saw it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the adjustments were there, if it was on the Bengals or if the Chiefs just slowed things down. But, um, it, yeah, if we see the offense that we saw at times versus, like, Denver, if you see the uh, – I mean, and they did, yeah, they did get that win. But, like, both Denver games, even though they swept that series, like, those games stunk. It was yeah. like this, this offense stinks. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Giants. They scored 20 and 19 in those. They beat um God, who is it? Jordan Love was it 13, 14 to 7. Like if that's yeah. the offense you see, um, I mean this defense has been improved, but this is not Big Ben you're facing. Obviously, you need you need the offense to land. I guess if you're the Chiefs, you can't expect, or a Chiefs back or Chiefs fan, can't expect what you got this week. At the same time, I think if you're the Bills, you're probably in the same boat. Both those offenses are going to take a step back, but the the winner will probably be the team who can get their offense closer to middle of the pack than coming all the way back to you know the the low points we've seen during the season. Like that Packers game, despite having it in hand, that was a low point. Put that game away. The okay. Jags game for Buffalo, obvious low point. There's a couple low points for them. Even keeping it, Bills, the last game of the season, being close with the Jets. Like if the okay. offenses, either offenses regresses to that where it's like. What what is going on here where you can't convert third downs from making bad decisions or dropping passes 
were uh, the big a big qualm I've had with uh, you know Kansas City for a long time now is like hey here's a bunch of shit that's working constantly but you'd still like third it's third and two and you're throwing a sixty yard you know post route to Reek like why aren't you just taking what they're giving you. Like why? Why do you have to get greedy with it all the time, or think like this is what we're used to doing, so it's what we're gonna always do? So, if, if Kansas City is uh, like that, and look at us—we're turning it. It's turning into a full breakdown of this game. But I, well, I get no, what you're, I, think, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Because um, we need to learn. We need to either say we learned nothing about Kansas City last night because think, of the, because of the opponent, yeah, both because teams. of the way. But like honestly, like this was, you know, the 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 Chiefs turned the ball over twice. Like literally, if there has been one constant across yeah. all of their losses this season, it's two plus turnovers. Um, like that's kind of important if you're really going to. I guess the I guess the Bengals amazingly did not turn them over, but there were so many penalties in that game that it was probably the same win probability lost. Um, there was the, at least two penalty two turnovers. Yeah, so I think I still have reservations about the Chiefs' offense up against a good scheme. Oh yeah, like or the Chiefs' Buster scheme, uh, and I have. I did not learn or have much of a positive feeling about the Chiefs defense last night. Not that they like because the opponent that they played against was a bottom five offense in the NFL. So they looked good in general. They gave up some garbage time points. We got nothing from that. They're pretty healthy. They're pretty, um, you know, they, they can make plays. Um, but I think there are ways to pick on that defense. Um, you know, it's, it's the same unit that gave up, you know, gave up points and yards easily to the Buccaneers and to this Bills team in the in the fall, right? Like it's the same personnel. Not much has changed. So I don't know. It's it I, I didn't learn anything about the Chiefs ultimately. I think they're still vulnerable. I don't yeah, I don't think it the, the two teams in this matchup, we were pretty close on the number. I don't think we learned much either though. Like the Patriots had a bad day and the Bills just sometimes when it's working, it's working. When you're what's it when you're hot Do you want to jump to that game right away? No, I don't. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking forward. I'm like they play each other, right? You, you yeah. broke my brain for like a second. Sorry. See it in my eyes. No, I don't. I don't want to jump to that. We'll we'll get to that one next, or when when it's in the the in correct the order. We're, yeah, we're sequence. going. Okay. We're going. So let's backwards. go back. Let's keep going back in time. We'll talk about the Cowboys and the Niners. Whew. Do you want to reflect on this one first? Yeah. Major takeaways um, from here. Just a coaching, blo- yeah. like puke fest. Coaching Jimmy G, I wonder how much the injury played into some of those throws late. You know, just they were due for a turnover, it felt like for a while. It's just it was like Wincy in where it's now. like, oh, he's gonna throw it's a bad pass. It's coming, it's coming. But even then, I like I and I had Niners money line and I said, I'm feeling pretty good. And then I haven't had one turn on me like that in a while. It's like, oh, I don't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. And then even late, mm-hmm. I'm like you just knew in that last drive, I'm like, they're crossing the 50. Like, they'll have a shot at the end zone. I can't believe they didn't get a shot at the end zone. Yeah. But, like, the way they were moving, it was 10 to 12 yards at a time, always standing, like, on the end or in the out-of-bounds line, you know, the, the sidelines there. That's a good name for it. And it's like, Christ, they could do this till they're at the 20, and they'll have 15 seconds left. But, uh yeah, the, the time management at the very end where they decided to run a quarterback keeper up the middle for 20 yards, I kind of bit him in the ass, and I think the better team won. Dallas Dallas was a good team, but this was kind of the game plan you could all see happening if they got behind. They could absolutely fall into this trap. They needed some things to go wrong. 
for them to get back into it like that happened. And really the Niners played great in the first half. I hated how the Niners got away from some things. And now the Niners have some defensive injuries, which makes things a little sticky as they head to a very tough road matchup. Uh, second straight week on the road, obviously. And a little worse weather up there. It might be cold up in uh, GB. But uh, that's what happens when you're uh, a lower seed like this. I think it's fair to speculate on the Jimmy G thumb injury and how it impacted and his performance. In that I game. read something too about the weather. I think it's is fair. not going to be good for a thumb injury like that. No, like being I, I, cold is going to make it worse. Which yeah, stinks. but let's so a couple takeaways on the Niners. Looking forward, um, yeah. Jimmy G's thumb's not right. It was better in the first half than the second half because of the shot. Yeah, the two games ago he got the shot at halftime. And he was better this, in the second half. This game, so we need we need intel because we're betting either first half or second He's half. He's gonna Niners. get it before the game for sure. Yeah, so maybe Niners first half. Hmm. I like this. this. I like this. Uh, okay, Green Bay second half Sec- is the tore it all wears off. God, dude, Green Bay was so fucking good in the first half of that game against the Rams last year, though. Off of breast, man, they came yeah. in firing. They were first, really good. First half over. What's well, interesting call? Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the um, the other major takeaway is the Niners lost two important defensive bodies in that game. Warner went out. Warner. Bosa went out. I think it's. I think Bosa plays. I, Warner has come out and said he's going to play. I think he's. Being he's genuine. talking. He's talking tough. I don't know. Like uh, Bo, Bosa seemed more likely after the game. My initial reaction was like, I think Bosa plays. Warner seems like he might not. If my my gut good. was. Bosa's 90, Warner's 75. That's my current feeling right now. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Um, the um, the Debo Samuel was the MVP of that game. MVP. He was the end. He was not the MVP. That was that's Dak Prescott. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> he was the MVP of that game. Every play that they put the ball in his hands, particularly behind the line of scrimmage, does not matter. I like and I, I liked what I and I like what I hear from him too. If anybody caught the post game interview with Young Dylan, him and uh, him and mm-hmm. Debo there, mm-hmm. like he's just fascinating. He's, just, you know, yeah. he's like, you know what, Coach Coach Shannon, he's got faith in me, and I've I've got faith in him too. I'll line up wherever. I love how he's just like, whatever, I'll run the ball. Like it's it's the silliest thing to say. Of course you will. You want the ball. Like you're an offensive player. Like yeah, you'll oh, you want me to be a running back? Shit, I get to touch the ball more. Fine. Great, and they really do have a nice uh, subset of offense for them. I worry that this game, like, not if I want to take ten steps back, I'm talking a little more about the the matchup with Green Bay here. I worry that it's going to get ruined, where like Jimmy G's thumb is really fucked, and we end up starting a rookie who got very little playing time on the road in the cold versus a rested one seed. Like that ruins the game for me. Even if yes. I didn't bet it, I'm I would be mad. And I've been let's the guy. Put, let's put those thoughts under the hat. No, let, let's because I agree with you 100. percent And honestly, in, like there's a lot. There's San Francisco has a lot of decisions to make about this game and how they're going to treat this game and whether they're oh. going to throw Lance into the into the fire or pull. You know, if they're you know they're going to have a short Jimmy on a short leash. All of those are very real questions. Um, the Niners' running game looks sharp. The Niners' short passing game and yak game totally fine. Uh, Ayuk is taking a big step forward. Yes, he has. He was very, very, very impactful in that game. Jimmy airmailed uh, the game winner 
would have been the end of the game if he hits him with on that one pass down the sidelines. I don't know that they get a touchdown on that drive uh, on sneaky. that game play, but they get a t- they get points on that drive and it's over. Sneaky um, part of that pass offense is Juice too. Like yeah, he was, he was he, again. He he got airmailed on the sideline. Well, more than Kittle, who's yeah, he, goes, who's an MIA. Kittle Kittle got involved very late. He had a catch which helped, but like that juice check again. He got airmailed. It was not a completion, but Christ, that guy got up for a fullback. Like he's a, yeah, he's he an athlete. He's a very good player. So it's it's kind of the same thing I said about Kansas City. Like we saw a lot of different people getting involved. And that offense looked really, really good, especially in the first part of the game, those scripted plays. And then even building off that a little, just with using some of the stuff that was successful from those scripted drives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the first half was looking like, holy shit, they're, they're just going to truck them here. Yeah, and I guess the couple of things, reasons they didn't, they're high leverage plays, third downs in the medium range. They kind of flamed out after they had the lead. They weren't really playing with... Um, they weren't really. They were willing to take. They were just willing to take the three points and put their defense back out there, which I didn't love because Dallas is an off- offense that if when if and when Dak snapped out of it, and it took too long for Dallas ultimately, but if and when he snapped out of it, they were a team capable of scoring thirty quickly. Uh, so I didn't love all of this conservative Shanny just taking the points in the first half of that one. Kicked a lot of field goals in that game. Um, he made 50 yarders though. I don't know that they're making 50 yarders in the zero degree temperature in Green Bay though. You can pretty much uh, count that out. Um, yeah, the this game yeah. and the Bengals game over backers probably deserved a little better. Now, yeah. This one was 51, it's not like it was right there, mm-hmm. but they were a little conservative for the likings of people who had taken that number. I agree. Um, the uh, the general spirit I had about Dallas, they are they will continue to fail in high leverage moments with Mike McCarthy at the helm. Uh, I would not be surprised if their regular season is not as successful next year as it was this year. Um, I will not be surprised. I mean, clearly they don't understand who the better running back on their own roster is. Clearly there's lots of cooks in the kitchen telling lots of people what to do and lots of incentives across the board for kind of doling out that football. And Dak has done a good job at times this season juggling it and did not do a great job in this game in terms of distributing the ball um way too much zeke not nearly enough pollard um the the mccarthy in-game uh don uh donks were really something the, the fake the fake punt followed really by the something. field goal the so fake the, punt, the fake punt fake followed punt by, by the, the leaving fake, fake punt yeah yeah like is the punter still in the field they're like yeah the 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 crew was confused. We have uh, yeah, a. <laughs> yeah, everyone was just like, everyone was confused, and San Francisco was like, "Well, do they want us to take a timeout? I mean, we can't. I think, let's make them take a timeout." Well, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. That, that's was it. Forty chess galaxy brain backfiring because if you don't sub, they can't sub. So they have their punt return unit, but at the same time you still have your punter on the field as a skill position player. You're playing 10 on 11. Like their punt returner is still a corner or, you know, a wide out or a running back. Like he can, he can play some, he can play Here's some the thing. safety. If they ran and did a hurry up and put um, anger under center and ran like a, a play that they had designed, like that we were running awesome. an offensive play, hurry up, go. I would have stood up and clapped like, I can't fucking believe they did that. 
holy shit, they had they that have, in their pocket. They, the, they had yeah. that in their pocket. You know, because we, we would have been lampooning San Francisco. How do you not see the fake coming in that spot? It was so obvious. And while and, we're still laughing about the fake, yeah, they just the, they just scored. Anger just threw anger, a fucking anger, dart anger just no, anger just ran the triple option. Oh yeah, with, yeah. with two gunners behind him, and he pitched it, and they ran forty yards down the field. Yeah, like like if they had got if they had lined up with him under center and gone for it, you know, d- actually run a run a play and caught them by surprise, I would have yeah. stood up and clapped. Because worst case scenario in that, yeah, you lose, you, you know, you get stopped the line of scrimmage. Maybe you lose a yard or two. Better than taking a five the half, yard penalty. Half like, has a point here too. It looked yeah, like right. they wanted to do something, but maybe it was one of those cases where they saw it wasn't there. You know, like we saw that in the Bengals game with Burrow. You got to decide quicker to get your offense on the field. That's the thing. Like, if we're being apologists for it, they have to decide faster because, yeah, they you have you have the full play clock to play with. You you haven't gone that far. You're not running people forty yards down the field. If the if the if the idea is line up, line up, and if they are if they have guys meandering towards the sideline, like they're coming off, special teams units coming off, then we're going. Then then go then run the play. If they're quasi lined up, then we won't run the play. They needed to act more quickly. Um, but either way, that was a holy crap moment. And really, that came at the end of a lot of really questions. And then, and then the kick, general. the field goal after that. The field goal be aggressive after, yeah. and then kick the kick the field goal. So, I'm I like Dallas this year. I had fun with this team. I'm glad the Niners moved on. I think they were the better team, and yeah, they deserve um, it for sure. If, they, yeah. if they're they, healthy, they they came out on fire in that game. Yeah, they played. If, they were playing so. They, they were playing up in that first half for sure. Good game plan, and they're healthy. They have a chance to compete next week. I agree. If these injuries go the wrong way and Jimmy G is not right, it could be it could be the stinker of the weekend. Yeah, every so. every everything comes down to Jimmy G's thumb. In my opinion, yeah. Philly. Te- speaking of the stinker of the weekend, not that there weren't a couple, really. If we're being honest, a couple blowouts. This one was over. I don't know. At what point was this really over? Most I guess way they, through the second quarter. Yeah, I mean, even even at halftime, it was only a three score game. But uh, once we got to thirty-one, nothing. I think I'm not sure what happened there with the if the defense just started to soften up and realized they didn't have to maybe they could mail it in a little at the end because the Eagles did score 15 straight to end the game but those were truly garbage points I guess garbage technically they were within two scores at that point but it really didn't matter they tightened back up again and that was the end of the game I didn't have a ton to say on this except like when when and again we can compare this to the Chiefs game where it's like hey the, this offense looked really good it was the Eagles, and they were missing some pass rushers. I think the biggest takeaway is similar to the Niners game, where like there were some injuries, and that's something to worry about as we play this next game against you know a probable half decent pass rush from one of these teams. If you are the Bucks, because I don't know how much more you have to say on the Bucks, I'm I'm not going to do a post mortem on Philly. They they had a pretty good season, all thing considered. Like starting a young quarterback, brand new coach. And getting, you know, getting into this playoff mix ahead of teams like the Saints, who suffered a lot of injuries, the Vikings, the Falcons, whoever else you had there. Getting into the playoffs was nice. It was a nice little season. Can't take anything away. But I don't have a ton uh, other than the offense looked good against a bad team. If you're Tampa, who would you rather face? Let's Arizona, assume. You, Arizona. Yeah, I, I think the pass rush is 
good, but I think by a lot you are rather you were cheering for the Cardinals to pull off the upset. Uh, I'm I'm less worried about the pass rush, and I'm less worried about the my coverage unit versus them. So I'm less worried about you being able to match Jalen Ramsey up against my wide receiver one. Yeah, I'm less worried about your yeah. I'm less worried about Aaron Donald ruining Tom Brady's life. I'm less worried about our secondary covering Cooper Cup and Beckham Jr. Um, yeah, there's. I think what we saw in the first matchup between the Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was not a fluke. That was a, oh, these pieces fit together, good for Rams, bad for Bucks. Like that was, I think that was a true read in terms of how these teams match up. Yes, the Rams played up in that game. Yes, they that felt like their early season Super Bowl, all the stuff they've been practicing all summer was all out there on the field. It all worked well. Um, and the Buccaneers, uh, how many snaps for Jamel Dean in this game? Did he get any? He had 66% of the defensive yeah, snaps. Yeah, I was going to say he was Davis out there. had 66% of the defensive snaps. Jamel Dean matters a lot in the matchup with the Rams if uh, if that's who you play. If it's the Cardinals, I think the Buccaneers are pretty cleanly through to the NFC title game. Um, the injuries for Tampa mattered in this contest going forward, specifically Werfs. Um I don't know what to make, really. I don't think we're going to see G- JPP again. We may or may not see playoff Lenny again. Um, but the Bucks are still – they are still a decimated team injury-wise relative to a lot of the other contenders right now. And uh, I don't think that can be overlooked. In this matchup against the Eagles, the defense for the Bucks had a great, great time. Fun, fun as time as ever, going up against an inexperienced quarterback making his first playoff start, who was puking in his in his uh, in his mouth and swallowing it. You know, he was not running the offense effectively at all through the first two uh, quarter and a half. Here, three plays, five yards; four plays, fifteen yards; three plays, minus three yards; twelve plays, forty yards. They turn it over on down. Six plays, forty yards. He gets picked off in the end zone. Like it was. An absolute first half from hell. Uh, credit to Hertz for hanging in there and not, uh, you know, completely giving up on the game in any, you know, entirely. Uh, they don't get a touchdown until there were uh, 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So game is over, 31-0. But, um, you know, I think anyone that r- rushes to judgment about the state of Hertz being the franchise quarterback of the future for the Eagles should cool off a little bit, take a cold shower. Um, I'm not saying that he is a franchise quarterback, but I'm telling you he showed you a lot more this season than you expected to see, and that people calling for pulling him for Minshew uh, in game was pretty silly. I was, was fine. No, I was fine with that because I love. I would have loved to see what happened. Well, that's for well, an and entertainment. Like, from an entertainment as as viewers, no, entertainment. I, I, I don't know. Like in a, in a one off playoff game, Minshew right now is a better passer. He's le- yes, he is. He's less dangerous. I'm not. I'm not shaking my head, disagreeing with you that he's a better passer. I'm shaking my head that in the fabric of your coach quarterback relationship, you do not pull your starting quarterback in his first ever playoff start because of poor performance, and expect know, next year in your if you make it back to the playoffs, that's not going to be in the back of his head. Like literally, like if you make that move. You damage that relationship for for life. Like you, now, you're a Nagy Trubisky cancer waiting to to end this. Get you know, put this put this to bed. 
I think you um, just got to tell him, like, I'm sick of you getting hit. We need you in the future. We're going to put the mustache out there. I don't and know that. I don't happens. know that you can. I don't know that you can shield him from criticism. If you can't, he's not ready to be an NFL quarterback. If that's too much for his brain, he doesn't have the mentality to play in this league. He's not a top quarterback, and he shouldn't be on that field. Absolutely. like I think you're wrong there. If, 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 you that's, if that's too much for him, he's not ready for Pop Warner. It takes that's, you, that's it, bullshit. Okay. You can't so, have but, that. But, but, that's, but here's the thing, though. If you make the move, now you head into your offseason, you basically have told the entire city, your franchise fans, everybody, your coach, your team, the, the locker room, like – that guy's not this guy's not our guy. You were down 31 nothing. I don't think it says that. If you pull him, if you're down eight to ten and you pull him, it says that. Well, people now, were calling you know, once it was 31 nothing, let him go score some garbage time points so he can eh. like like hang his hat. He didn't he didn't get shut out, right? Like I, I thought there, there once the win probability was under five percent, you got you absolutely yeah. stick people with. people are crushing it in the chat. He got pulled in the national championship game. He's fine. All right. I th- yeah, it's it's funny that it's Jalen Hurts that have to. I don't know. I I, I thought he left just, the team though after doing uh, after that I happened. Thought, Obviously, thought, to pursue he needed a starting job so that he could repair his his you know his opportunity for I an thought NFL change, job. Yeah, change of pace would have been fun for just to make it a game because uh, they didn't prep for somebody who was going to throw that much. They prepped for a running quarterback. I, I guess there is a little bit of a psychological element there, but I, I don't know. Like if if he can't handle that. I'd worry about his psyche after losing big games. Your defense, losing, yeah, your defense, your defense had no had no nothing. chance of of realistically stopping Tampa in that one. So you put I, you put Minshew in, and then you cut him after the season. And be like, yeah, I would never like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was never a. Contender. I don't think you can do that either because there's other teams out there that will give you assets to get Minshew on their team. Well, you don't have to cut him; you trade him. Be like, yeah. yeah, get his ass off the team. He tried to. I didn't. I, you know what? We put him in there. Just to keep you safe, didn't like some of his comments. He seemed to think he was ready to play. <laughs> All right, you're 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 talking me out of this apparently, but uh, I don't know. It, I just like I just it, think it worked though. This yeah, game but it, sucks. Yeah, what are we gonna it, talk it, about? It did suck. I'm just saying that um, there are a lot of quarterbacks, in, you know, guys, you know, guys that you knew you were going to ultimately throw back out there into the mix. Um, who had stinkers in their first ever playoff start? And Hertz is effectively a rookie. He wasn't really a rookie, but this was no. His I mean, yeah, start. yeah, he didn't play and a ton So, last year, like the true. fact that he didn't look great, it really sh- it not, didn't surprise anyone, really, except for the whoever went and limit bet the fuck out of Philadelphia on Sunday. Yeah, how about morning. that Philly team? Are you? <laughs> but, are, no. So you know Shep, our guy, as we yeah. transition to games here. Are you familiar <laughs> with Alvin Zo? No, the guy is a very big YouTube personality. He makes videos, cooking videos. No, oh. but he makes it. It's like 72 hour lasagna where he lets things rest a lot and things take a long time. A lot of it's passive time, but he makes a lot okay. of videos in that vein. And he was asking me for some cookie recipes today. And I said, well, I watch this guy's recipes uh, like with, when the kids are here sometimes. And I just get a DM from chef out of nowhere like hours and hours later i have strong words for alvin thinking i have 48 hours to make cookies <laughs> like chef chef will just dm out of the blue this guy cracks me up and then he says can we get a food chat going <laughs> yeah we, need a co- we do need a cooking we need a food mind out. chat going yeah for sure um, the um, finer the finer things are get the f out um buffalo yes. new england Ooh, that's a good one uh yeah 
This game was also bad in its own way. No, here's it was the thing. So, so good. Okay, yes. I mean, to, to be fair, yes. MVP. Had, you can't spell MVP without Josh Allen. I had, um, yeah. I mean, besides your position in the Calcutta, the team total over, the over, awesome. all of these were so easy. Here's here's a multiverse question for you. Yes. So we had the perfect game. I don't think this is getting. It got talked about a little. Maybe a lot, but maybe not enough. A game where you don't attempt a field goal, you don't punt, you score oh, on all your wow. drive. Like <clears throat> the fact that it had never happened before. And let's say let's let's reverse ourselves. We're way back to we're at the beginning of the season. Seven drives, seven touchdowns. Is that what it was? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say there's going to be a game. Oh where this where this occurs all right there's going to be a per, awesome. there's going to be a perfect game this year we're so we're in our pregame we're in august yes. so drew i'm from the future there's a game yeah two missed extra points that's fair two missed but extra the, points. the the offense yeah. though the offense the perfect offensive game so yeah i, I say at the beginning of august there's going to be this game's going to occur this year mm-hmm. and i described your situation and you're like holy shit that's quite the offensive performance <laughs> yeah <laughs> like of all the games for this to happen, for it to happen against Belichick, for yeah, it to happen against zero degrees, a defense that had been playing up all year, yeah, uh, a a team playing with the elements like this, yeah, uh, a, a, <laughs> a, a Josh Allen stat where we were, you know, we were saying, oh man, he's been rough in the cold, he can't play in the cold. Yeah. I had to hear that all week. Like the fact that it happened here was surprising. I'm not surprised it, Buffalo won. I'm not surprised that Buffalo scored a bunch. Was I it was the on Viagra? that all week. Was it the it Viagra? performance enhancing oh oh did he have to do a p test after they probably got the uh the old have, knock knock you can have boner pills in yeah oh you can okay well um that's i didn't realize that that was a perfect game i mean and obviously it felt like a perfect game uh seven possessions they had the true technically they had nine possessions they kneeled uh to end the first half oh actually zero plays zero yards so was that just a field goal for the yeah, it was a field goal, and they kicked off, and it was the end of the game. Yeah, uh, but they kneeled. They kneeled at the end of the game. Um, the uh, the the offense. You can't say much else about other than what you just said, which was not only was this a perfect game, it was against a legit opponent, and they the Patriots made a lot of adjustments in that game, and the Bills just went to the next thing. Yeah. And they went to the next thing. Like they didn't just pick on them with the same thing over and over and over again. They started with a plan. That it was a good plan. It worked well. Belichick adjusted. They pivoted. And they went with the next one. And that worked well. Belichick adjusted and they did it again. Like oh basically God, they had so <laughs> it would. Um they did they had so many kind of variable uh looks that it gives you a lot of confidence that this Bills offense is absolutely real and can, you know, that they can do, if they can do this in that situation, obviously they're home, that mattered. But if they can do it in that situation, they can do it against anyone. And that makes it scary for everyone else who expects to win a Super Bowl this year. Next week, this total is only 55. I know we're not really looking ahead yet. Yeah. Who it got uh, bet up already too? We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get to that game and it, it did get bet up, but yeah, yeah uh, not, not a lot to say. The Patriots defense looked lost at times. They just couldn't 
they couldn't make sense of some of the plays. Uh, I do you think they Ken. looked lost, or they literally just like they couldn't do anything about no, it? No, they they looked lost because of some of the play <laughs> the play calls that the Bills were making. Like the Isaiah McKenzie usage was like, oh shit, oh, it was very we, novel. Well, yeah, we were, they weren't ready for that. Like some of his one play streaking down the sidelines. I'm like, shit, that was a nice play. Yeah, like, where, where was where was this versus you know some of these these midseason swoon games they had? Thank God they won the division. I needed that one pretty bad, but they, yeah, they looked slow. Papa Call yeah. says they looked slow at times, and eventually the Patriots defense. Once once you get once you get the linebackers, bad, yeah, then go, we knew go the back and look so. go back yeah. and look at that. Even like, even some of the pass rush was like. I'm oh not, yeah. Are we are we getting full effort? And I think well, once you're down degrees. by a but <laughs> yeah. and once you're down by a certain amount, yeah, it's it's hard to stay motivated. The there. first touchdown I thought was pretty telltale because the pass rush they won a couple one v ones. Uh, Josh Allen extended the play about ten seconds after the snap before he released the ball. It looked like he was just going to throw it out of bounds. It was like, oh, he's just throwing it away. He put it in the only place where his guy could catch it, and the the first Knox touchdown. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, and and the Patriots' coverage for, across all the receivers on that play was excellent. Like there was a tiny, teeny, tiny window, and Allen nailed it. And that, yeah, Allen was Allen was on. Like, he it was, was a combination on. of no. just if if the Pates if the Pates the Pats the Cockies the Patriots were going to be a, a half step slow. And mm-hmm. the play calling was going to be that good, and Josh Allen was going to be super accurate. <laughs> Roll the eighty-five was... bears out there, you're dicked. Like you just, <laughs> what are you going to do? So yeah, it was, it was a bad. I mean, it was a lot of fun for us. Like, yeah, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed this game because the, again, how about that under steam? Money <sighs> came in on game day in this under. Yeah, that I never understood. Uh, I guess it was the weather, maybe. Um, but Allen w- ended up with three hundred yards passing, five touchdowns. He had. 66 yards on six rushes. He averaged 11 yards per carry. He was scampering. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's a. What was his long? I feel like he had like a 20 yarder in there. <clears throat> 26. Okay. That was early ish in the game, too. I think, yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so. um, it was just a damn good drive. Every yeah, I love love the play calling. Dable basically brought out his absolute best stuff. Um, credit to him for. Uh, you know, for pulling off that masterpiece, and I didn't think they really exposed too, too much. I didn't think they really exposed too much stuff that they're gonna need. They're gonna wish they had kind of put back under their hat. So we'll see. I'm gonna try to work you up with peak too early takes. Uh, that's gonna work. It'll work. <laughs> that'll make me. Pissed. <laughs> that, that, that'll that'll, work. <laughs> that'll um, work. We 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 talked a little of this one already. Like yeah, the the Raiders. The Raiders deserved a better fate. The Raiders. People that got a six, people that even probably even got a five and a half, probably deserved a better fate. I think I knew my fate when they were heading down there. It's like, man, they're kicking a field goal here when they were down ten. Like we're we're screwed here. Um, we we've talked a bunch about this. I don't want to spend a lot of time on here. We've said it all year. Like Joe Burrow looks poised. Joe Burrow looks like he's been in the league for a while. Mm-hmm. The coaching was competent enough. The pass receivers were existent the running game was solid and the defense did just enough to get some stops when the uh raiders would cross midfield and you know it was just a matter of kind of red zone attrition like the raiders had to kick a couple more field goals and the our our Bengals scored some touchdowns there so 
This this game was close. This game was very very close. Like the Raiders, the Raiders win this game quite a few times out of a hundred. Yeah, and yeah. and I don't maybe think like, you can maybe take like forty, maybe thirty five, forty. Um, there was a little bit of fatigue for the Raiders, especially early. Bad spot for them. Bad spot for them. Yeah, yeah. Late game Sunday that goes to overtime, and then you got to go play an early game on Saturday. That was tough. Um, the the whistle early that kind of set the tone for just general bad officiating. Anyone that tells you that oh if they they call that differently than the Raiders cover this was that yeah. was why they didn't know. Like if it's a seven point game instead of a ten point game, then they're going for touchdowns. They're not going to kick the field goal right at the end of the game. So that that like it had once you got to that fourth quarter, however you got there, it was gonna it was gonna be an overtime game or a seven point margin. I didn't think that they're 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 not kicking a field goal to make it a four point game, as 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 inexperienced as the coach was. He wasn't that stupid, right? Um, the ultimately the Bengals. I think our read. I or I'll ask you. Was our read on Burrow not being as explosive through the passing game because of the matchup with the type of defense he was facing? Did that come to fruition, or was it more of a uh, just you know the the, the uh, game state didn't lend it to it? No, a little little of the variance too. Like I'm gonna have to go back and look at the Bengals' red zone percentage, but I didn't like the way they looked once they got to the red zone. It seemed like they were like one of those games where you look good between the twenties. And then mm-hmm. things get bunched up a little and your Raiders safeties aren't sitting where they normally sit and everything's bunched up and there were some problems. Like yeah. they need, if, if they want to compete next week, they definitely need to sort that. You're not going to win that game kicking field goals. I don't know. Maybe you are. They were two of five in the red zone yeah. versus oh, and the Raiders were one of five. I, w- I was looking, I was thinking more like their long-term for the year, even and even oh. that, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if one year is enough of a sample size to like truly judge how a team, because there's so much variance on little plays here and there down in the red zone. But they need, they need to figure that out because just enough isn't going to get it done against other teams on the road. I mean, basically, the, everyone left in the AFC is better than them, and yeah. Or at least I, I guess I put the Titans a half point better than them. I, they're pretty much unequal standing for me. Since he was right around middle yeah. of the pack red zone percentage this season. Um, your point's fair. Uh, when you have a bunch of vertical threats like they have and you're and the sh- field gets shorter mm-hmm. and you're going up against a team that's playing base defense and dropping a bunch into coverage, that happens. That does check out. That checks out. Um, Especially, and we'd said this about the Raiders, if you can get even a modicum of pressure without having to bring extra guys and you can drop everyone into coverage in a short field like that, you're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase have some drops in this one. Yeah. I don't know. Like when the voting happens, but well, we didn't even comment on Mac Jones's performance against the bills or the bills defense. We just blew right by that. what did you think of the bills defense real quick? Could go back. Looked like they were playing a rookie. Okay. I didn't like anything about the Patriots offensive game plan. It made it hard for me. Like I had that in my notes. It's hard for me to tell if the Bills defense played good or if this is just the wrong game plan today. Okay. That's fair. All right. That's kind of the same. I, I, I really so struggle to get a grip you, on so it. So basically you can't you, there's no takeaway of the Bills D from the Patriots game, no takeaway of the Chiefs D from the Steelers game. Yeah, that's kind of fair. Okay. okay. Um all right. Hopefully, the, uh, hopefully we can just bet alt overs. 
I was surprising for me in the Bengals game, Boyd and Mix and Higgins really not part of the plan so much. It was all Chase. Yeah. In fact, uh you you uh you Yuzoma. Yuzuma. Yuzuma. Yuzuma and Mixon um got five and six targets respectively. Boyd and Higgins five and four. Um so it was weird in terms of uh distribution of passes but that was probably because of the way they matched up against the raiders and the way the raiders scheme defense more than anything yeah. else um i would expect you know burrow threw the ball for 34 times 24 or 34 it, reasonably it, efficient yeah Only got sacked uh, twice let's uh let's do that this is your homework assignment let's dig into what kind of defense we think we'll see from tennessee guys i feel like a little teacher yeah. there like because yeah. if we, if we think because that's going to matter it's especially if we get some red zone possessions and mm -hmm. Tennessee might be the kind of team who can get some pressure without bringing extra players and Andy, they're able to cover. Here's a crazy one for you. Gonna, oh you know God, what we I should do? Under. What's that? You want the under? I kind of want this under now. Ooh, I kind of want the over. Ooh, that's going to be fun to break down then. Um, the, um, you know what I want to, uh, what we should look at a little bit more? Like I bet you the Bengals considering how many touchdowns that offense scored over the balance of the season. Yeah. I bet you the proportion of them that were in the red zone was low compared. I'd, I'd like to see that for every team. I bet we you know what I mean? Do you know we what can, I'm trying to say? We could pull like, that off. The so NFL many of their touchdowns were big ones. Like, yeah. Um, if, if we pulled the, the distance of every team's touchdowns yeah. and then put them into two buckets yeah, under, under 20 and under and 21 and over, to get into this club, um, yeah. I'd like to look at that. I, <laughs> I bet I, you the Bengals. The bet you the Bengals are on the high side. Oh yeah, top third at least. Oh yeah, at worst uh, or case. maybe maybe number one in top the NFL. Fifth. Who's top better? Quintile. Who who's better than them in the NFL top in terms quintile. of long touchdowns? Jags. Oh, okay, because they had zero red zone touchdowns. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> yeah, they they're all just broken plays. Okay. Um. um all right. Well. Uh. Yeah. In general. Um the explosive nature of the Bengals passing defense is un is uncorked when you go up against a team that is aggressive and rushing the uh, you know bringing extra pressure blitzing yeah. um and yes your your homework is to figure out if Tennessee is one of those teams or not uh we touched on the lines last night on halftime but that's not a podcast so for the podcast listeners let's run through those quick we were Pretty close. Green Bay yo-yoed around a little, but uh well, let's talk about Cincy Tennessee first. Since we were yeah, Cincy Tennessee. Cincy, oh, I just had my eye on that five and a half. Cincy Tennessee, Tennessee opened two and a half some places, three others. Didn't matter. Both those numbers got bet. Total 47. I think that's pretty much where it opened. I think that's pretty static, isn't it? Or did we see a higher number there? Uh I haven't seen any market makers hang a bigger. I've seen a 40. Okay. 47 is pretty much across the board, but yeah, early, I don't know if some of it was lower limits or if it was all market making books, but early numbers basically took Tennessee money. Yes. And I don't disagree. It's still yeah, coming off know, a buy. Yeah. They're coming healthy. off a coming off a buy playing what is still a very young quarterback of, worser coach a team who's there's no i mean there's nobody who has cincinnati power ranked i mean what, what would you think the most aggressive power ranking could be on cincinnati in the district like even even with tennessee no no 
I think somebody could be that aggressive. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's not crazy. So no, I think I don't. I think, think so. Cincinnati power number. There's probably somebody out there that's like that's a three and a half, and there's probably somebody out there that's like Tennessee's a two and a half. I think that's you know, probably that, as aggressive. As I think like a two would be yeah, as aggressive as you can get if you if you say like this is this game should be a pick them on a neutral. Somebody's that aggressive, I bet. But I'm I'm kind of in line with this market. I'm going to look at a few things on Tennessee's scoring distributions and how they match up here. I do tend to like this under a little. I'm going to see what the market does with it first. Okay. Um, oh, the, the 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 deep dive Discord grabbed the Titans number early last night. Oh, good, good job, job guys. Oh, um, it's just like this own little colony on the Discord. That's very cool, man. Um, the um, the total to me is low, but that's because from the back of my head, I feel like the Titans defense is not very good. Um, and the Titans defense can't really generate much pressure unless they blitz, which I think could play poorly if that's what their plan A is. Um, this Titans defense was worse pass rush wise last year than this year. They made some meaningful improvements. Maybe it was player personnel. Maybe it was just the the opponents they faced but um the they still were not an especially um impressive unit from a pass rush standpoint um i don't really even i mean i guess we've i've i bet a lot of titans game i watch a lot of titans games it's really tough for me to pinpoint who this team is their yeah their pass rush win rate is, as a team is 21st it's not a scary pass rush. They're very good at the run stop. High high percentage win right there. That's kind of what they are. They do need to bring a little bit of a blitz. We kind of ruin the homework. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so I, I, I think this. I think these numbers are both fair. I just kind of want to touch on off that. the top of your head. Can you name name a team? Name a team off the top of your head that you think is like especially blitz happy. I mean. Just historically, Baltimore's done a lot Baltimore of exotic for sure. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyone else come to mind? I feel like Minnesota tended to bring a lot of blitzes this mm. uh, past season. I definitely think of like the Tampa Bay's of the world. Yeah, Tampa that's a Bay good one. is super aggressive uh, blitz percentage. Um, I can only name purple teams. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you got the likes of the. Raiders who blitz twelve percent of the time. Look, this is that's amazing. Uh, Tampa Bay's blitz percentage this year was forty-one percent of snaps. Sometimes I think Raiders just forgot to blitz. Oh, sorry, like... not snaps. They blitzed on forty-one percent of dropbacks. The the Buccaneers did. The Raiders that's, blitzed. That's the Raiders fair. blitzed on what percentage dropbacks, Andy? The Raiders, Ravens, mm -hmm. or Raiders? Yeah, yeah. I just gave you the high mark. Forty-one percent for the Bucks. What what was the Raiders percent of 15, blitzes 15? per dropback? 12%, 12, lowest in the league by a country mile. Um, by a damn sight. Titans are actually in the bottom five blitz percentage. They only blitz 20% of dropbacks. So they year. just, they don't get pressure either way. <laughs> they, they I, It seems like they, when they get pressure, they, they get sacks. I'd like to see that. Like, I like that set. When you get pressure, you're finishing. That makes a difference. I think that you throw a little context. It's like, hey, this team doesn't get a lot of pressure. Yeah, but when they do, it's an eight-yard loss. Like, there's a difference there between a team that gets constant pressure and doesn't do much with it, especially when it just didn't matter. Like, hey, they got pressure all game long, and guess what? It was Mahomes, and that hurt them. Like, it actually yeah. made the game worse for them.
Tennessee actually very similar statistical profile to the Raiders. Sacks, pressures, knockdowns. They missed fewer tackles. They didn't have quite as many knockdowns. Um, but they got they generated pressure on 24% of all uh, dropbacks. Yeah. Raiders 24.6. Similar uh, similarities. Super, super, super similar. Good job. Good job to the chat getting the early number, especially if you got on the other side of three. I think yeah. you see a little I'm bit starting of a to battle. Light, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing light on here on Tennessee and the under, to be honest. Oh. My gut was oh. this should be 49. Twitch gang, check it in. Joey, Joey. Do you have a secret pod prop for the tonight? tonight? I don't, I don't have much. Like, uh, we could go with the golf slack thing and bet the Caucasian tight ends. Higby. Higby and Ertz. Ertz. No. Julie Ertz. No. They're both like 10, 12, 15 to 1, somewhere in there. Put, put a couple shekels. Cardinals getting shut out. Cardinals team total under a half. Under a half point. Both teams to score. Both teams to score. No, that's my uh, secret pod problem. San Francisco, Green Bay. We said six, and then somebody said it's four and a half. It's kind of been bet around. Noops. I don't know. Check his Twitter. I'll have to see. He's he's been a busy boy today. Yeah, well, there's an Australian Open going on. Not sure if you knew that. Yeah, he's doing a little tennis at this point in time too. So San Fran, Green Bay, forty-eight and five and a half. This is uh, something to keep an eye on. Like, if you know you have a book who's slow to adjust, I would keep an eye on that book. If these injuries start to materialize a little for San Francisco, because if Jimmy G is limited or possibly out, five and a half is going to look like a absolute garage sale steal on this uh, this one. Susie Colber, fifty-seven. God bless her heart. Um. That's funny, man. Uh, I forgot that the uh, that the um, Australian Open was going on. I got distracted looking at scores. Um, my gut is the same with you, that injuries are going to move this market one way or the other. I think injuries are going to break positively for San Francisco, or they're going to seem positive breaking for San Francisco, but ultimately both the side and the total here depends entirely on how healthy Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb is and how accurate his passing is. If this is Good a game, point from Donaldson here too. Sprained shoulder today. That kind of came out like I didn't hear sprained. I heard just injured. Like if he's a sprained shoulder and a bad thumb, fuck, do I need to just bet Green Bay now? Yeah, let's say, all right, great. let's say, and I, I think it's obvious what happens to this line if, if the injuries go that way. Let's say Warner, Bosa are in, but maybe limited. Jimmy's out or Jimmy's very struggling. What does this total do? 44. Yeah, how far does it? I was gonna say forty-five. That's a hell of a drop. Well, it's gonna be cold as shit too. We saw what that happened is, with that last week. Okay, and then Buffalo KC fifty-five two and a half. Um, wow. I think mm. we, we. I mean, we said it. The Buffalo money is gonna be early. Kansas City money will be on Sunday at about three thirty. Mm-hmm. I think the pu- <laughs> public public will see Kansas City at home minus two and a half. They'll bet the shit out of that. I'm not saying it's the wrong side, but I think that's what you'll see late. If you want Kansas City, don't bet it right before kick. That's probably the worst of the number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Uh, that's a fair read. Um, 
I obviously don't have any need to get down on this game. I basically already bet it. Uh, I think the Bills win. I tend to agree. I think they're the better team here. Kansas City trading on their name. And also, you know, they didn't do anything. You can say, hey, they beat a bad team. But on the other side of that coin, they didn't do anything to make us doubt them. You know, it, the slow start is quickly forgotten when suddenly it's 21-7. Mm-hmm. And if you had plus seven and a half first half, mm. I, my heart, this one, <laughs> you. That, that was a rough beat. I, uh... I had Kansas City minus three and a half. Mm. That was an easy one. God bless um, that. And the second half over. Mm, that was great. Easy peasy um, for us uh, over the weekend. Yeah, we're going for, going for the the super wild card weekend sweep tonight. We'll be ooh. back at halftime. Mm. Oh, you know what? Now would be a good time for what? What's Dan? Drop the drop the thing. Wow, that's I just, pretty fucking that thing's cool. So intense. That's fucking cool. It's only going to be for the people who watch with us on YouTube, though, because it's yeah, not going to come listen, across in podcast. If you form. listen to the podcast form, you had no idea what happened, but it was epic. Wow, I know that, that was epic. That that shit. It's like that was feel, like that was like, like some serious production movies. value there, man. Holy shit! Dan Dan's been working on some stuff. Yeah, wow. the deep dive halftime show. We will have special guest Michael Bay on. That's Patrick beat us to it. Awesome, man. Fuck yeah. Um, hey, I was going to ask you uh, one other thing. And I forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to just say my my entire week is going to go like this. I'm going to be listening to all the other content and listening to everybody mm-hmm. else talks about football betting, whose opinion I care about, mm-hmm. tell people whose opinions I don't, and looking for people who support Kansas City and getting really angry about how wrong they are. <laughs> like, that's just i'm just gonna get myself worked up all damn week like i can't believe this guy likes can't believe this fucking get, 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 yeah. come on this fucking bullshit like uh that's that's pretty much how it's gonna go for me this week um so I, you just take deep breaths guys you did great today here in the chats i hopefully you come back for halftime we'll do I, my wife won't be here today so i can go as long as we need but she wishes i could say that to her <laughs> and we will we'll take all the playoff questions you have here at halftime. This is a good one to answer real quick to put on this yeah. podcast. I was going to do this at halftime, but yeah, doing this on podcast form is good form. Uh, so I don't have a big difference here. I'd say I'm off. It's about a two point difference here. So the question is quick thoughts on projected Tampa Bay Rams, Tampa Bay, Arizona lines. I think it's going to be Rams. Plus three and a half, Cardinals plus five and a half. That's my guess. Yeah, I have a two point difference. I was three and five. I'm a little, that's, I'm a little that's just, less Tampa. That's heavy. assuming that this is a one possession game tonight, and that yeah. there's not a big injury. Yeah, um, no, nothing, total total is going to be around fifty one ish. Sure. FanDuel is actually posting Rams three and a half, Arizona six right now. If you want to bet it ahead of oh, time. Wow. All right. That's uh, doesn't exactly score with tonight's market between these two teams, but yeah, I think they're saying home field stinks at SoFi. Do you remember SoFi last week? 
Yeah, it wasn't very helpful. It was yeah. all Niners. And that'll be uh, – this game starts in like 10 minutes, so be uh, interesting to see if we see the Sea of Red move north. Ooh, that'll be fun. Um, all right, man. I'm going to check out some Aussie while we wait for this game to kick off, and uh, yeah, we'll see you at halftime. Getting tennis on the other uh, tennis on the other screen. Good call. My one look uh, that I had so much CLV on today, Timofei Skatov is absolutely sucking. He's gonna get straight swept, straight straight setted by 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 Norbert Gombos. What a Norbert, what a, there's, what a disaster! There's been a few of these where it's like, why is this, this favorite isn't playing very well? Mm. Although had to hack or a hack, uh, Philip, good call last night on Cameron Nori is a favorite of that size. Probably not a good look. He he looked like a- absolute. Garbage. Basically, every male tennis player who had a really solid late summer fall and really got their ranking points up there and is totally safe regardless of the outcome of this tournament, just came and picked up a check and headed home. Yeah, they don't want to get the Rona. Lloyd Harris, Cameron Nori. Uh, there's a bunch of them. All right, let's wrap it. John Lenny Struff. He's playing right now. He's losing. Yeah. See you guys. John Lenny, Goff, yeah, Coco Goff looked horrible. Yeah, that was a stinker. Fanini, Fanini. Fanini, gone.